Welcome, welcome everybody to another episode, episode eight of Struggles to Success. In today's episode, Terry Ann and I will be interviewing uh, an inspirational lady called Liz Walton, who is a fertility coach specialising in people who have had issues around fertility, grief, depression, stress, and been through abuse. Uh, she's a multidisciplinary therapist and health professional with over 25 years' experience. And she'll go into her journey and the struggles she's had to get to success and being able to fall pregnant and now helping other beautiful ladies and families in this space. So welcome today, Liz. We can't wait to hear your story. Oh, thank you so much for having me today. I found it was very kind of you to um, come and find me after us being on a workshop together a while ago. So I feel very privileged. Thank you. Thank you. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to start with a little bit of background on, you know, you obviously grew up in a bit colder place than even Canberra, but you're down in Canberra now. So if we can go there and then into your journey of, of where you've gotten to today. So take your time. Yeah. Okay. So my background is, so um, as you can tell, possibly from my voice, I'm uh, not Australian. So I, I am originally from England, but I um, had a very interesting um, upbringing where um, my father was a tropical veterinary surgeon and he uh, mainly was an academic and would lecture and he would lecture in overseas. So I grew up in uh, third world countries. So I grew up in places like Taiwan, Africa, Central America and the Middle East. So um, I had a very interesting sort of upbringing and uh, my dear old mum basically carted four kids around West of, with my dad. So um, it wasn't until I was 15 that then I moved back to the UK when my father semi-retired. And um, then I was sort of back at, back at home there. So I would say I had quite a fun upbringing but even within that fun time and um, you know very loving family strange things can still happen so for me um, I have a background of sexual abuse so I have three brothers and um, I had um, um, yeah, sexual abuse from a very close family member and I suppose at that time um, you're never told how to explain it so being a child you don't want to hurt your family and uh, so I internalized that. And um, so as I now know, if you don't deal with an issue over time, it will manifest as illness, as pain, as depression, as, you know, dis-ease. So really, yeah. So really it wasn't uh, until my 20s, I suppose, when... You know, I mean, at that time, I would have said I was fine, but it started to manifest in me going to the pub a lot and um, finding, realizing that um, I, I just needed to be away from home, you know, wanting to be at home, but also realizing I didn't want to be home. So really, I started finding solace in, you know, going to the pub, sex, drunk, drink, um, drugs, and really, I suppose, falling into the wrong crowd. But what I realize now is I was... I was just trying to hide it all and it was coming up from inside me and I did not know what to do with it. So, you know, I was trying to stuff down my emotions, looking for love in all of the wrong places and um, just really depressed. And uh, I did not know how to deal with it. So, of course, I was doing... Everything. 
So really, I was becoming very debt the wrong thing. Okay, time, and um, then it wasn't up until I, I was 25, I found um, a course called New Opportunities in Holistic Therapies. And then I found, I, I suppose, the beginnings, the starts of, of, of healing and alternative therapies. And that's where I found massage, and then opened me into a whole new era of the ability that we can heal ourselves and meeting all sorts of amazing people. And so that really started the first part of creating change within my life and also seeing the world in a whole new way. Um, I realized that my wife, my lifestyle was eating me up and I didn't know how to get out of it because at that time when you're in a very big lifestyle, everybody you know is all about, I, I suppose, um, attacking ourselves when I was trying to change. I find every, my friends were going, no, 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 you can't. No, 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 you have to come mm -hmm. here. So I realized, oh, can't get out of this. The only way to get out was, and really was the thinking of my past, I want to get back to Africa, I want to get back to Africa. So 30 years old, I toddled off to Africa. <laughs> so a friend of a friend ran a lodge, and this was coming up to the millennium. And because I knew massage, I had a, a skill I could take with and, and uh, create finances and money. So off I went to a place called Malawi. Um, and within a month, I ended up running the lodge and ended up staying there. Hang on a second, I'm dropping out. I wasn't sure what's the best. There you go, Leon. <laughs> it's all okay, lovely. Yeah. It's, it's called technology. I know it can drive yeah. us insane. Hopefully, Tess will get good at editing because it did that yeah. twice now. So we'll have to edit this one, Tess. Hang on. Uh, he may have frozen again. There we go. All right, so I've, so, just, I've just connected to my um, phone. Ter Terry might be able to edit those bits out and we'll just see how we go. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> it's perfect. It's all perfect, Leon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry. Life, life does this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, what should I do? Yeah, keep... Uh, so keep, wait, wait, wait. So you met your husband who's an Aussie? Yes, yes. I basically got to Africa, um, who was an Aussie. So um, should I just go from there on? Would yeah, absolutely. Yep. Okay, right. So, um, so I spent an amazing time in Africa running a lodge and met an extremely fun Australian. And um, yeah, so we were there for about four years, learned a lot about myself and um, literally had the best time. It was, it was an amazing time. My, my job was to basically make sure everyone had fun. And uh, we did that with gusto, basically. So um, at some point we had to grow up, and um, my and uh, he, he's now my husband. Greg was like, "I've got to go back to Australia. Um, do you want to come?" So at the time, I was like, "Well, I've never been to Australia. Let's go for it." So that is what brought me to Australia. And he is 
his mum and sister live in Canberra, and so that's why I now live in Canberra. Cool. You've been there how many years now? Um, so I was here, we came to Canberra in 05, yeah. and then I left actually, we, we got married in 05, and um, that was obviously the start of my fertility journey, because um, I was already 35 then, so, uh, you know, looking already on the older side of becoming a parent. Um, and um, we were actually in Canberra till... 2010 and that's when my my brothers rang me and just said look mum my father had passed away in 02 so mum's looking you know it's not looking too good with mum so it looks like you better come home so that's I went back to the UK when in 2010 but in that time from 05 um, to 2010 um, I um, I started a fertility journey. It was just like, oh, you know, we're married. We, um, I'm already older, and I'm five years older than my husband. So um, let's um, let's you know, let's see if we can have a baby. So really, with that, um, the assumption is it'll just happen. And so, like a lot of other people, my realization after a few years was it's not happening. So. Um, so um, then that started that fertility journey. So basically over 10 years, um, yeah. I had six IVFs. Um, I did try to do everything in my power to find the key. So um, the realization was after quite a few IVFs, it still wasn't happening. So although there was nothing physically wrong with me, what was going on on an emotional level? So this is where then I got into looking at you know what what's really going on you know those layers of emotions all of those things that happen in the past when although consciously our mind is saying okay well i've grown up you know it's time to move on let's have a baby let's do whatever but the unconscious mind is going no actually we're still in trauma um so no there's still danger so you know let's not do anything yeah so for me, it was sending myself on a journey of discovery on the emotional, the spiritual level. And so that's how I got into NLP, hypnosis, past life regression, timeline therapy, all of these things to discover, okay, so what, what else is there? If our body knows and has already a blueprint to be healthy and to do the right thing for us, what's gone on where it's turned my body or at that time, I suppose, the reproductive session, the reproductive system off why would that be so again that was to me trying to find that key and looking and doing workshops taking lotions taking potions seeing all different kinds of therapists and therapies and uh, for me it wasn't just the right thing learning it i had to know it so i was starting to add this whole new kit bag of different therapies as a practitioner to my my bag so to my toolkit so to speak mm. So um, what I found then after eight years, because as I said, I had to go back to the UK and still no baby. What I found was I was a happier version of myself. I was able to deal with life in a better way. I had managed to heal a lot of my past and come to terms, completion, forgiveness. So I still didn't have my baby, but I was a better person. I was a much better version of myself. And um, I think really the big catalyst was my uh, sister-in-law got pregnant first time IVF by a, a donor sperm. 
which meant I was devastated. Mm. But within that devastation, I was like, well, she's only managed to do what I haven't. And, um, I, you know, this isn't who I am. I don't want to be someone that feels devastated because of someone else that's managed to do something, you know, that I haven't been able to do. So then to me, that was the shining star of saying, okay, Liz, time to let go. The universe has shown you that motherhood isn't for you. So let's let go. Let's find life for all of its glory because I want to be able to live with it. You know, it's that whole thing on one hand, you've, I don't want to be there looking, oh, I wish I had that. And then you've got the other hand, life going, well, here I am, come and live me, but not yeah. being able to see it. So as I write, okay, right, time to accept this, time to move on. So I then spent, I would say, a good year working on myself with all of the tools and the amazing therapists that I'd met to go, right, it's time to be clean, to be clear, and to know that, you know, if this, if life, if the life I thought couldn't be for me, what is the life I don't realize that's out there for me to live? And I felt like I had to shed my skin, you know, like a snake or, mm, you know, let, let go of that person with her beliefs, her, her values and everything that she taught. She's not going to help me anymore. So I had to let her go, climb out and become like that new person with new values, new beliefs, new thoughts, and a new vision to see what life had actually for me and being happy with who I am now, living and um, knowing that, you know, everything is right where you are now. So with that, I now understand an interesting thing happens when we completely let go and it allows life or the universe or Lord, however you want to see it, it allows life to really, you know, allow it to flow to you instead of constantly having to grapple for it because we're, you know, we're wanting, wanting and having that, um, I suppose that need to change it. So I, my husband and I reconnected, we started to fall in love again, just life was able to flow. And yeah. then three years later, so at the very tender age of 46, after you know trying at the age of 36 um i ended up falling pregnant naturally um, naturally there you go <laughs> and i was told that that could never happen i've been there i was told yeah. i would not fall naturally um after chemotherapy had mm. um damaged my reproductive system and wow. i tried collecting mm -hmm. so i went through all the injections and mm just to be told that I only had one follicle and that wow. there was no chance of collection. Mm. Um, so yeah, I basically said what will be will be. Mm. And a month later I conceived naturally. Wow. Yes. So, that... yeah, I was, it was amazing. Like I was surprised um, that it even happened because you know, the doctor said yeah. <laughs> I had the amount of, um, so the amount of eggs I had were of a 45 year old basically. That mm. my chances of falling or naturally were extremely slim but here i am with a six-year-old son now and you know it was meant to be obviously oh how exciting is that absolutely it and was. look look i think the i think the power is when we when we release and let go and have that acceptance i think it's amazing what can happen in the body um and i think that whole thing of being happy where we are now knowing where that we are enough um i think can have so much power and i do that with all of my clients you know let's let's bring in all of the stuff that happens when we let go let's bring it into the now and a lot of that is that magic pill you know it's got no side effects but it's bringing in fun mm. 
100%. Yeah, no. And um, just allowing um, the individual, whoever you are, to know you are enough. And that, um, oh, you've got Abonti, I love Abonti. Oh, yay, I'm a consultant. So, <laughs> yes, it is. It's the lovely tea. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> I, I, I was as well in the past. So, um, yeah, so um, uh, the power of acceptance and the power of being happy where we are now, I think, has, has such an important part on our system. And I think no matter what our journey is, it doesn't have to be fertility, health, you know, all of these things can create such a change within our body. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, um, so yes, yeah, so and now I um, focus on unexplained infertility and supporting other women and couples um, when they've been trying for two plus years, maybe spent 20 grand plus. Yeah, um, yeah. They've been doing everything they can and it's still not working. So I say, right, let's have a look at the scars, the scars that don't show up under a microscope. What is else is going on? that we can look at you know what's happening in the body that might be unconscious that we've put away um so that we can heal that allow that to come up for resolution create forgiveness completion because then the body can have its natural flow yeah so um and so i've had clients in the past um there has been abuse of all different flavors um alcoholic parents where there's been so much pain um maybe some parents might have had you know where they had siblings that may have had downs or something like that and they've been you know they don't want to say it but it's an internal fear you know what if that is my child as well but i love my brother or my sister who is you yeah. know so we a lot of work with that as well and just again it's just about acceptance isn't it i've worked with a lot of clients who the problem might not be getting pregnant maybe it's keeping Mm. the pregnancy yes. as well so i've been working with a lot of um, clients with that and again and, and it can be a lot of things that they're saying you know there was one client was i'm just too old i'm too old i'm too old i'm too old or fear of the fact that it may they've got a um, donor egg and so if i have a donor egg then it's not me you know so again it's just finding that peace that completion and knowing um, that you know again you're enough it's all okay what will be is um, is, is perfect and so that's just just been amazing, really how, amazing how about money Liz would that be something energetically people would not have a, have a child because they're so fearful of the costs of a child Yes, it's interesting. I did a podcast just recently with another lady and she calls herself the joyful frugalista. And again, money is a big thing because mm. I say, look, I, I, I think I spent, you know, probably about 60,000 60, plus, so about, about 30 grand pounds. So did I go out to spend that money? No, no, no. But I think that madness ends up happening and you're working going, oh, right, I'll try this, I'll try this, I'll try this, I'll try this. Mm. Um, so fear. yes, so here, absolutely. So here in Australia, it's roughly, roughly, if we take it in round figures, sort of 10,000 per cycle. Now oh. that might, yeah, it can be quite a lot. And that might not be um, including some of the extras because we're all different. There might be different extras each individual may have to do because of different needs. So it adds up. It really, really, really adds up. I mean, here we also have um, Medicare as well and they can give you some money back. So it can become an extremely expensive situation. 
And look, people have, you know, remortgaged their houses, you know, done all sorts of things. So yes, it's huge. And, um, you know, as I say, you know, because then it's like, oh, God, you know, if I get a fertility coach, because people don't know they can get a fertility coach. And then how can that really help? Plus, above everything else. And um, I do know, especially when they've been trying, you know, they've had, I don't know, two plus three plus or even more plus um, IVF treatments, you know, it can get quite, um, quite extensively. It's just like, you know, what, you know, how am I going to find the money? So what I've noticed with people with working with me is we can get down to the core issues. So that makes either the ability to fall pregnant for higher and also allows that one IVF instead of keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going by doing the same thing. If we keep doing the same thing, we're going to mm. keep getting the same outcome. So for something to change, something has to change. Yeah, absolutely. So, and if we can change what's going on in here, and I'm pointing sort of in between my head, so what's what's going on there, it can change massively what's going on in the body because what we think about can be manifested in our body. So by changing what's going on in our mind, our thoughts, beliefs, behaviors, patterns, you know, everything that's brought us into today, if we continue it, it's going to get the same thing. So let's look at that. Let's change that. Let's heal that. Let's do whatever needs to be because for each individual, it is so different. But what that can do is make that one IVF so potent that then it can work because the whole body, the mind and who you are can change. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Makes total sense to us for sure. For us, yeah. I was just thinking (laughs) that because if you, yeah, the average person wouldn't understand, but yeah, I guess that's um, our job. Yeah, absolutely. So basically, so I'd have a fertility program. Um, so that's eight sessions. It's over three months and it's 1,500. Okay, so far yeah. yeah. than the, then the 10 grand. Yeah. Um, but what if being able to look to uncover and to start to find out why and have a path forward that makes you kind of get oh yeah i get it i understand right so by by healing some of that or coming to completion or understanding whatever it might be by doing that then either the hype there's a possibility of falling pregnant naturally now because the body knows it's not in trauma pain stress um, or it helps that one IVF because some people, you know, they've got tubes tied or maybe they've lost tubes, you know, so for some individuals, they have to have that IVF because of different reasons. What if that then allows that IVF to be the most potent that it does work? Yeah. Wait. So it can T- be totally on the same page. There's so many things that have massive shift in people's lives when they actually work on the emotional trauma and the things the limiting beliefs that we hold for sure so yeah and i know i've sent your stuff to a couple of people that have spent probably 20 to 40 grand on ibf and unfortunately they're in their story and i don't think they've reached out but maybe they have i'm not sure but look all we can do is um plant the seed you know, yeah, exactly. because I, I do know when I was there, I'd be like, oh, no, no, I'm okay. I've just got to try this. I've just got to try this. So, look, all we can do is, you know, share the story, let, understand that, you know, so magic can happen, you know. And when we can heal the internal, it's amazing then how that then allows the reproductive system to know I'm safe. It's all about creating that safety. And biologically, our body can either have stress or it can produce the progesterone. 
okay so if we help that stress in whatever way that might be then the body can turn on and do what it needs to do which is its natural rhythm and cycle definitely yeah that's exactly the case for sure so must have been pretty exciting times and a fair bit of overwhelm when you finally got pregnant after all those years. Uh, yes, I could not compute. To be honest, I was just like, um, no. Now, 45 years old, because <laughs> before I turned uh, 46, and uh, so I did have it when I was 46. So at the time, I was just like, oh, no, no, that's impossible, because I, I, I assumed I had menopause. And because I was feeling so sick and it was coming up to Christmas and, um, you know, it's lots of parties and, you know, I knew I couldn't get pregnant. So I was just like, no, 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 this is impossible. So I really could not compute. And I was actually nine to ten weeks pregnant, of which I was going, this is, you know, this is madness. I, you know, I, I can't, no, no, you know, I, I, and I'd had a few other pregnancy tests because I, I couldn't get it. Again, I, I'd changed my language my thoughts, my mindset to such an extent. I was just like, this is impossible. You know, my language was, I'm really lucky I don't have to get pregnant now because, you know, I can do whatever I want. I can wake up, you know, this is impossible. So bizarrely enough, when I had my 12 week scan um, and then I actually saw this little being, you know, all of these emotions that I had, Mm. you know, thought I'd put to rest came up and then within sort of five, 10 minutes, the doctor went, oh, look, I'm really sorry things aren't looking good because of your age (laughs) um, there's too much fluid in the back of the neck and the nuchal translucency is too big so because of your age we're looking at um, down syndrome or there could be you know all sorts of issues so I I was kind of went for what 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 you know yeah yeah yeah. I was just like but I've just been told this and now then I saw it and then it was almost like oh this is true then and now you're taking it away from me so I felt like I'd had a massive slap across the face wow I can really (laughs) yeah you're taking me back to that moment when um because when I found out I was pregnant I was seven weeks because mm. my cycle wasn't normal and mm. and I just wasn't expecting it, I guess. Mm. I was at mm. that um, point where I had accepted that I might not have children. Mm. So, and then to be told that I, or find out that I was pregnant, I was in disbelief. I was mm. like, no. And mm. then I had the scan. It was until I had that scan and I could see that mm. baby mm. on the screen. And I was like, oh my God, I am pregnant. So I can't even imagine going through that, that disbelief. And then the, finding out that yes, or coming to that realization that yes I am pregnant and then having that taken away from you mm. so going forward so um what happened going so, forward um, so that was a bad day I cried a lot yes. but um I suppose now what happened over the next two months was I'd say probably one of the deepest spiritual experiences of my life because I had to I went um someone introduced me to this amazing therapist and um I remember going to see her in tears like a day later and she was like, right, do you want this baby? Because I was still like uh, all over the place. I had to really stop and go, okay, do I want this baby? Because there was a shock of saying, then the realization and the shock of saying it's not right. And so I had to just stop. And she was like, if you want this baby, get clear and just stop. And so it was the best thing of just like, you know, just that hand halt, stop and just get clear. And so I remember just like almost falling to my knees going, I do, I I want this. She's like, right, 
Okay, now we're going to start. And just then working on an emotional level. So I'd, I'd agreed that we would um, do the physical um, things like an amniocentesis with my husband, because of course he was kind of like, he needed to have his proof. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, well, I will do that. And then for, for me, I suppose, doing the internal work allowed me to have my control. Does that make sense? Yeah. So really for me, I did some work with her and we just worked on what was, um, what was showing up. So looking at, you know, really, so there was something going on around the neck. There was too much fluid. So we looked at what wasn't, was, what was I not saying? Where, what was going on? So we just, you know, wow. chatted and yeah. talked about what was going on. Where do I feel not connected? Okay, because they said about the head. So we just basically would talk out and, you know, just work on what wanted to show up, which was huge. Um, and then I did the physical things as well. And what I had to be is no, okay, for some reason, I have this little being that's shown up. And uh, through everything, it's still here. So what do I need to be? I need to just be love, but I also need to be true to me. So it was about staying, how I, how I explain it is, I didn't want to be like, everything's okay, or, oh, it's all gone, you know, to a pile of nothingness, it's going to be the worst thing ever. Because I knew that creates a lot of acid. And, um, you know, I, all of that was just an illusion and nothing is true. So what is true? So all I could do is be love. What is here right now that I know is true? So um, my little being is here. And so all I would say is you're welcome. I want you to stay. So then being um, honest to my feelings was, if you can't, I will be obviously so sad and devastated, but I will survive. So that's acknowledging the, the truth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. All I know now is if I just stay here in love. So what are the things that make me feel love? So I would then go to, you know, my wedding day, how I feel about my mom, you know, just things that would make me feel love and then allow that to grow in my body and then putting my hands on my belly and just feel that so then if my brain would then go off to you know any any thoughts because we know the brain can't tell the difference between what's real and what's imagined so even yeah. though i'm thinking about something that still hasn't happened but it creates pain i would imagine that that would be on like an ipad and i could delete that and then come back to here i am love i want you to stay even though it might not be i would be devastated so i was accepting the truth acknowledging the emotion of sadness but still yeah. staying in that world of heart and so that's what i did that present moment awareness for about two months wow yeah which was huge and of course now i give that to all of my clients yeah because it allowed me it's it's a big thing about just being here now and being in that love and to just being true to the thoughts instead of pushing them away because whatever you persist you know push away still come back so it was about being honest about being true but staying in the love and um so in the end at 24 weeks they couldn't find anything wrong it was all good and there she arrived there she, there there she, she arrived Hi. Um, that's awesome yeah oh so yeah so that there was, okay. that's all right oh how old is she she's she's four and she's Hi. about to turn five yeah Okay, you're right. Okay, you go. You go and play. I'll be with you in two minutes. And mommy, 
But that kind of goes back to um, Joda or Dr. Joda Spencer's of thinking and feeling. Yes. For anything to change in the physical form. Absolutely. All right. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, don't apologise. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So it's um. It was, so now, because I remember going, you know, it's 10 years, what's it all for? So now I have to thank each and everyone who's given me a great, beautiful blueprint. Yeah. So thank you all and now realize that, um, I don't know, every, everything's for a reason, isn't it? Everything's for a reason. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And everything happens for us, not to us. Clearly yeah. your journey has led you to where you are now as a fertility yeah. coach doing amazing things. Yeah, how fantastic is that? That's for sure. I know it's definitely. Um, I find you extremely inspirational because that. Oh, thank is, you very much. Yeah, it's something that's just recently come to me that I do want to help women and couples and men, mm -hmm. um, in that um, specific area in mm. fertility. So absolutely. Well, let's do um, any um, collaboration. I love collaboration. So let's uh, do anything. Yeah, yeah. Over that, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah. Just, I'll just send to both you lovely ladies. Yeah. That would be amazing because, you know, I am relatively new to all of this um, personal development um, knowledge, I guess. Um, so, yeah, so uh, if I can surround myself with like-minded or with people like yourself, that would be that's amazing yes. oh, indeed indeed now you're very kind and look i'm i wouldn't say i wouldn't say i'm naturally a, um you know an expert but it's it's a passion you know every day we can yes. be the best version of ourselves so absolutely so i have to you know gotta thank our journeys because our journeys make us to be who we are and how we can support others absolutely that's and that's the biggest the exciting part is that now you get to help others through this journey and i was actually going to ask you the question of um what is a secret passion of yours, but probably this is this is probably the strongest passion you have. Is there any other passions? Um, so for me, my passion, I suppose, uh, you know, I live, eat and breathe self-development and always learning, uh, you know, why do we do the things we do? Um, what makes us and how, how does that create health and healing, you know, and realising also some people don't want that. Yeah. So, and that can be quite a journey as well, you know, just to be able to love people where they are, because where they are is where they are, and um, it might not be where we go. But honestly, if you did this, it would help. Yeah. You know? I know, That's <laughs> I know exactly, exactly right. what you're saying. <laughs> so, and we're gonna love them wherever they are. So, you know, that's. <laughs> A journey is, um, yeah, it, it takes so many different facets. But I love networking. So I run a women's networking group and I also host another one. So I love networking. I love connecting. I love being able to support people to meet who they need to be as well. And, um, yeah, yoga, health, being outside. Um, uh, and then, of course, I suppose my biggest thing is, you know, you become a parent. And then you're like, oh, okay, so uh, how does that work then? <laughs> so then the whole journey of parenthood as well is a very interesting one too, isn't it? And so how to, how to be a good parent, you know, at the moment, I'm, those are 
um, I suppose other passions of you know parenting is is a, a whole new interesting subject on its, it's own. Certainly is. Yeah. It's a challenge. There's no doubt about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I've only got one. You know, that took me forever. Yeah. You know, and I meeting people with four and five. I'm like, how do you do that? You know, and they seem so amazingly with it. So yeah, so it's just so interesting, isn't? It? Yeah, it is. There's so much around that subject, and I'm far from being the best parent. Sometimes I still get angry in that and. Oh, We've got a three-year-old at the moment that won't go to the toilet after six days, and just, <laughs> six days now. Jim. Yeah, just trying to just trying to coach her that she's safe and that yeah. you know it's going to be better for her. But I don't know. Any tips on that one, even prune juice? <laughs> <laughs> it's an emotion. She's scared. She's yeah. you know she's she's yeah. scared of it hurting, and that's why she's doing it. So God knows it's um yeah. How do, how do I get her to a place of of calm with that that's the thing yeah i suppose any things that come up would be um checking out some homeopathics um mm -hmm. i'll tell you what's also really good is um the um, australian bush flowers yeah uh, yes Amazing. they're really good at just helping on an emotional level do you know what i mean and just finding some health there so i i always give uh, willow loads of bush flowers when you're there going oh, i don't know how to do this and they have just a wonderful way of just creating that inner resources yeah. So um, they they can be really good, and the bush flowers. He's got a book all for children, and the bush flowers as well. So there might be just some ways of that internal knowing you're safe and that it's okay too. Um, yeah, and then um, whilst they're asleep, you can do some great, nice hypnotic language mm. of feeling comfortable and oh, feeling I like that safe. One. Yeah, yeah. 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 So coming from mummy or daddy's voice as yeah, well. Yeah. Just feeling safe and life can flow through you and it's okay to be released. So those are the few things that come up for me anyway. Yeah, absolutely. I've been Great advice. Re recording some uh, hypnosis stuff for them lately. So I've got to get on to that and get my assistant Terry to help me with all the technical stuff <laughs> I struggle with, obviously, as you know. Half our call was falling out, so we'll figure that out, though. A lot of the stuff I'm winging it to most of the time. So. <laughs> me too. Don't worry. Me too. You know, I've still only been here back in Australia for two and a half years, so it's still settling in. And you know, you want to be further in your business, but you're just, it's just like where I am is all fine. What if where you are is actually exactly where you need to be? So it's just like it's okay. <laughs> it's just having ring, faith. Need to ring you and hear that each week. I think. <laughs> <laughs> So you plan to, plan to stay in that area down in the cold part of Australia? Uh, no, 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 no. So um, so for me, the reason for coming back here is we'd already bought a house here. Um, so that whilst we were back in the UK, so we ended up being in the UK for seven years and it was really lovely to be with my mum. And um, I suppose reconnect with family, my mum and all of that. So and then with that, and I'm sure that all had a connection with being able to fall pregnant too um because going home also letting go it allowed me then you know the whole to reconnect and to heal some of that past mm, in its own time as well um so i had willow in 2015 my dear mum passed away in 26 and then we came back to australia just before christmas in 2017 
So uh, for me, it is about having that Australian dream. So um, with having to, you know, restart our lives, we've got to, you know, get back together. So my husband reckons another two years, and then our idea is to move up to warmer climates <laughs> around yeah. the Brisbane area. Oh, yes. But it's been good to, yeah. But it's been good to then grow, flourish, because then I'll have a whole network here. I can go and hopefully move up and then create that again uh, for referrals, for connections, and for all of that. So um, yeah, so it's all good. But hopefully, yeah. in the next few years, we'll move up to a sunnier climes constant. <laughs> yeah, well, that'll be that good. You, you guys yeah. will be able to catch up. That'll be great. I'm in Terry's, Brisbane. Yeah, <laughs> Terry's in that area, and um, oh right, lovely. Yeah, it's fantastic to get that out of this chat as well because my value number one is connections as well, Liz. So. I love mm -hmm. mine's connect. up there. Yep, yep. That's the biggest biggest passion is connecting with people and connecting them to people. So it's fantastic, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Because you never know what great collaborations can come from that. Yeah. So um yeah, and I think the more we can connect and grow because you just never know who's in your network. Yeah. So it's 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 very important. So yeah, yeah fabulous. Good to hear. Definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. So another thing you mentioned, which I probably lack at sometimes is having fun. So what do you do for fun? And what's some tips for people to get out and have a bit more fun and not take things so seriously? Um, okay, fun. I think it's always good to see life in a fun, fun way. Um, so I like the weekends as well. My husband works really hard at the moment. So uh, for us, weekends can be quite um quite sacred i suppose so it's really good to get outside i mean i love nature nature yeah. thing and um with having a little one it's good to get outside and um i don't know get into nature and for me learning about the australian bushland and the trees yeah. it's also different from the uk so it's really nice to see that to feel that and you know to smell all the different smells the different animals the different sounds all of that so i enjoy doing doing that um i i love meeting up with people i'm i'm a uh, I love to have fun. So meeting up, like you say, connecting with people, whether it's for, you know, for work or for connections or just to have a good giggle is always great. So, um, yeah, just meeting people. I'm very Yeah, that's fantastic. That's awesome. So what has been the biggest surprise you've had in the last 12 months? Say that again. What's been the biggest surprise that's happened in the last 12 months? Oh, my goodness. The biggest, <laughs> the, the biggest surprise. Um, what would be the big surprise? So, um, so I've been running a women's networking group, and um, so I, I had a girlfriend that I knew in the UK because we both did Arbonne together. And um, obviously, when I had my child, I, a friend of mine said, "You know, I think you doing fertility coaching, Liz. You've got to realize everything's coming together." So that's when I let go of Arbonne. On and realized that fertility coaching was was my niche because you end up going what's my niche i don't know yeah, it's so, a fantastic it all, niche that's for sure yeah i oh, yeah. thank you very much so it was all sort of interesting how it, all the things that sort of sent it went, went into place so a girlfriend of mine ran a networking group and uh, when i came here she says oh please join the networking group so when you're new to a new place i know that you need to go networking so there was a couple of women i connected with and i said had fancy starting a networking group 
So for the last year and a half, that's what we've been doing um, within Canberra. We've started up three. So it's called Mums and Business Association. So we've started three groups. They've grown and grown and grown. But the networking group that we were with in the UK, um, the two sisters just um, one tried to take over the other and that kind of sort of all fell away. So it was a bit like, oh my goodness, what do we do now? So I suppose the biggest surprise was we've all kind of went, oh, look, let's just step outside of that and go rogue and start up ourselves. So that's just happened in the last couple of weeks. So we're really excited about the fact that we've got these, you know, each of us has a group of 25 ladies plus that come yeah, to the live cool. meet, come to the live meetings and then each group has four to 500 people. Um, that are always connecting and growing and some of them around the business. So we're like, we've already got a great tribe. So let's just step out of it and run it ourselves instead of be, you know, have, you know, have I suppose, somebody else doing it. So we're starting now to create all of our own, you know, IP and, you know, everything that we do daily and sort of connecting in that way. So I didn't think I'd be running my own networking group as well. So I suppose that's, that's just been, yeah. yeah, so it's quite fun. So um, let's see where that goes. So at the moment, we're trying to find a new name. Yep. And is that online or is it in person when things are a bit more normal? Uh, well, yeah, at the moment it's online and uh, we will be going back to in person. But within each of our groups, um, we've got um, women that can be in different parts of Australia as well. So, um, yeah, so at the moment it is online and then we will be back when we're allowed to um, be in person. But what we've realized now is we can then do both online and in person and mm -hmm. try and meet the different needs. Because we're all, you know, some of us can't make all the meetings and yeah. some we've, we've made good connections with people that are far away. So, so that's been quite interesting. That was not on the agenda, but it seems to be. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really good, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm. Should do something for men as well because I know there's a lot of people and and men out there with um without enough connection or support and there's a lot mm. of groups online for it but um yeah that's a fantastic idea okay I might have to think about doing a, you know a mixed one as well with men yeah okay mm -hmm. good top good. tip yeah definitely oh, that's awesome so what's um what keeps your husband busy he's working quite a bit yeah. So my husband's a builder um, yep. and he deals with structure, bricks. He's a, uh, well, his last business in Australia was called The Bricologist. But since being, when we lived in the UK, he did a lot of um, old barns, four or 500 year old barns and was sort of project manager and that, which he found really interesting. So coming back, he wanted to be able to grow in a different way. So he's now working for a construction company and uh, growing along that. And interestingly enough, the construction company has just said that they're going into uh, Queensland. So he's like, right, okay. Oh, so, manifested that. <laughs> so we're kind of like, oh, all right. So that's interesting. So as he says, he's, he, his words are, you know, I'm doing my apprenticeship and uh, sort of proving himself on a, quite a few projects. And then we'll say, right, I'm interested in moving up to Queensland. So. Um, watch this space I oh think. that sounds really cool awesome yeah quite quite exciting really yeah yeah that's so good so you're obviously pretty uh passionate about learning as well looking at your resume and have you got some more future learnings and plannings of courses or just creating your own stuff um so yeah. at the moment i've still i've been meaning to finish it but life keeps getting really busy so i've been doing meta health oh nice that sounds interesting <laughs> 
Yeah, so MetaHealth is a, so it's not a therapy as such, it's a diagnostic tool to find the root cause of a problem and issue or health crisis. And so it's, um, it's a brilliant way of, I suppose, getting to the nerve of why there could have been a health issue in the first place. So the lady that I first um, trained with, she has uh, just gone off from Meta Health because some of the two main people that started it, I think have, have left, I think mainly because mm. they're quite elderly. And so she's created Meta Consciousness. Yeah, nice. Because it's all about the consciousness. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yes, yeah, so I do have to finish my blooming case studies so I can get up into that. So, um, so that's part of what I'm finishing. So with me, it would be with the fertility side. So people that suffer from polycystic ovaries, endometriosis, all of those things that you know oh, i've just got it so maybe i can't fall pregnant so let's look at how that came into that you know into being and into life so um um i'm i will be um asking i've got a, a facebook group called the fertility forum okay and um, so I've got a lot of amazing, lovely ladies, people on that. So please do to join in because for me, it's not about me. I might not be the right person. So I like to have all sorts of different fertility specialists on it so that we're producing a space mm -hmm. that can answer all your questions, that also has an understanding, is informative, can help people grow, but it's also a safe space where people can go, I don't know, either scream, shout, cry, or go, I've got this problem, who can help? So um, I don't want it to be about me, but it's about being able to, uh, for whoever's there to have a space where they can find the information, learn, grow, and find out more really so um so yes yeah, so do join that so it's it's called the fertility forum that's um, on facebook Liz. that's on facebook yeah yeah so that sounds awesome for our listeners out there the fertility forum and where else can um our listeners find you on socials and websites um, so luckily I've just branded me as my name. I think I was trying to figure out what I call myself and it's just like, well, it is me. So it is just me. So uh, for me, it's my website is just lizwalton.org, O-R-G. Um, with my email being just liz at lizwalton.org. So um, if there's any way I can support or help people, because maybe it's not me. So even by hearing um, what might be the problem, I could I can refer out. So it's always yeah. about what's the best person that is going to help them grow. I have had a few people come to see me and I'm not for them yet. They need to go and get, you know, into their health and maybe it's diet, maybe it's nutrition. Mm, absolutely. And then they've come back later on when they've needed, or maybe they haven't needed me. So it's all about how can we support you in the best way? Yeah, that's fantastic. Amazing. And it's awesome to see that you've got that sort of passion that you just want other people to succeed and, and win at any cost, even if it's, um, you know, referring someone, which is the best model for sure. Absolutely. And I've got a lovely friend I've met online um, and she calls herself the IVF, IVF coach. Her name is Monica Bavas. Oh, she's amazing. And of course, she, she her story, again, is just fantastic. She's originally from Colombia, but lives in New York. Yeah. And she had quite a story. And so for her, her big journey was having um, a stillbirth. Yeah. and growing through that which is something i didn't have so we do a, quite a few different podcasts and learning between each other because you know i don't know that that story that's not something i've done so we work a lot with you know referring and trying to help that you know 
give, give the right person to the right therapist to help or the right coach. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So where, where would we find um, the IVF coach podcast that you, you guys have got? Yeah. So, um, sorry. You're all right. Million outfits. Yeah, you've got to go through every piece of clothing in the cupboard and use um, <laughs> everything you've got, of course, yeah, for the whole day. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She has to wear leotards at the moment. So yeah. it's like here and yeah definitely um yeah so where were those podcasters uh monica have her own platform or something we can find them at um if you go to the ivf coach yeah we can certainly have a look at for sure um that's a facebook group and she's also i think monica Bivasa, which is b-i-v-a-s and she's got a great Instagram account and she just interviewed me on her Instagram. Awesome. Sounds, sounds fantastic. Yeah, she is just gorgeous. Really lovely. And um, so we do a lot of, um, yeah, supporting each other and um, interviewing each other for different reasons. Because um, so each month um, on my fertility forum, I will have a different um um thing to focus on so like this month has been just connecting with the body you know because i think we end up getting realizing we can't fall pregnant so we go and to the you know the fertility clinic and then it's like we have this body and we go well i don't know all i know it's not working you have it you fix mm. it yeah <laughs> and then and then we get wrapped in this cycle as i do a lot like let's bring let's come back start reconnecting with our body let's start loving our body because we can hate it every month mm -hmm. we can start saying we're useless why can't i do and so again high stress we're attacking our body and our yeah. poor body then gets confused because mm -hmm. it's going on oh, just trying to do the best i can and so again that means that it's not safe it means that there's you know why the reproductive system i kind of go it's like it just shuts down because you yeah. know it's, it's we're attacking it all the time so I've done a big thing about reconnecting and I've had a lovely lady um, contact me privately and just say it's been really good to do the meditation, start loving my body, start creating a new um, connection with it and realize that, you know, when I do have my monthly cycle, it's not because I hate it, it's because it's working. Because mm -hmm. of what I said, it actually means it's working. So isn't that the best thing? Isn't it best to know that it's working than it's not working? Um, and uh, so she was just saying she's just had, you know, just found out she's pregnant. So then, you know, I was like, well done. Let's just just take each day as it comes and just be present. So, so that was quite sweet. Oh, <laughs> that's amazing. That's beautiful to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So, was inspiring space to be in. That's for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 So, um, so I know one of them will be those tough questions, you know, when we've had miscarriages, when we might've had a stillbirth. So we, we like to then, you know, who do we know that's been through that, that we can then talk to and have an interview with. And so that we can grow from that and other people can learn. So yeah, it's all right. That's all right. Little, 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 little miss four. So, um, so yeah, so it's always great, I think, when we can collaborate with people. Yeah, um, yeah. Because it can bring a whole new extra fresh way of connecting with your clients and they can bring a whole new thing to conversation as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Thank and that's you what so. I love about this industry, like the coaching yeah. industry. We all love to help one another because we've all been in that place. 
Mm. And I find that, yeah, if someone resonates to you, you may not, like not everyone is going to resonate with your story. So if you find someone that you resonate to, you just, I don't know, you can relax into it a little bit better. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if I haven't experienced uh, what it's like to have a stillbirth, and I know I have a client that does, I really want them to meet up with Monica because she gets it. She knows it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I know I can understand it when I've, when I've got a lot of my clients saying, oh, everyone's getting pregnant and I'm not. And I'm like, look, I get that. You know, I literally am the oldest one in my peer group with the youngest child. In fact, a lot of my friends are having grandkids, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we can all um, be relevant to different stories and different things in life, which is why I think it's so important to collaborate. And yeah. I might say one thing and I might have someone else saying the same thing, but the person will hear it from them or maybe yes. they'll hear it from me. We all have different ways of learning and hearing and how we interpret the information. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Yep. Yep. Love it. Sounds awesome. Well, we won't hold you up all day because we better go and change Willow's seventh set of clothes because <laughs> I know exactly what it's like with two little girls in our household. And um, oh, Do you have girls? Yes, yes. They're full on. Five and a three-year-old, so there's always a fair few clothes on the line, that's for sure. <laughs> yes, lots, lots. <laughs> but, yeah, thank you so much from us, and I really appreciate your time. I've been looking forward for this because oh, it's got such, such beautiful energy <laughs> and it's um, so good to see someone passionate in their space and knowing that they've got the answers for many people. So I hope this will even spark some people to reach out. So. Well, thank you. Yeah, Leon, I just want to say thank you so much. And it's not that I have the answers. I want, I always say the client has the answers. Yeah, and what exactly. we can do, what we can do is by talking and having that passion of knowing uh, this is what I want to find out. We discuss and we are able to help bring the answers out from that person, which I always say, you know, I always go, you have the answers. There's just a miscommunication. So by talking and by having the different tips and tools that we have that we've learned through coaching, we can bring that forward. So, Leon, thank you so much um, for for inviting me to this talk. And, I, you know, I love it. I love about talking about this and then creating that collaboration. And Terry, it's been lovely to hear oh. your story, a bit of it as well. And um, to let's carry on a connection with that. Definitely. I'm in, really, yeah. Anyway. So, t- so Terry's story is on episode one, if you get a chance to have okay, a listen. Okay, I do. That was my first ever podcast, so no, no, we <laughs> put, kind. Her, put her in the spotlight for episode one, so this has uh, been, been fantastic for episode eight, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we look forward to getting this live. We'll see if we can edit those couple of glitches, but anyway, too bad if we can't, people will get no. it. Yeah, no, don't worry. Yeah, it's just fine as well. And so what I might do as well, Terry, is have you interview you because I like I love to yeah. have you know success stories as well. Like Sunday is a good success story Sunday. So um, and we'll we'll get we'll we'll do that. Amazing! As well. I would be honoured. I would love that. Definitely, I'll get you guys, get you guys to connect outside of here. So thank you so much again, and have a fantastic day. Yeah, you too, Leon. And you Thanks, too, Terry. Thanks so much. Talk Lots soon. Of love and talk soon. <laughs> Bye. Okay.